this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Coming up next on the Weekly Pass, we have NBA, NHL playoffs, and talking NFL draft with Warren Moon. What do you think, Josh? I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Coming up next. Tuning into the <laughs> destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I'm living in that 20- There's our music. So good. <laughs> Last week had no music. We pumped up, right? We just wanted to. Welcome back to the Weekly Pass. I'm Bonnie Jo Laughlin. Thank you again for joining us on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm happy to be here. Happy to see my co-host. And uh, yeah, it's all that. And we've got at BJ Weekly Pass on Twitter. We're yes. starting to like engage in that. We are. And you can catch me on Twitter at BJ Laughlin and on Instagram, Facebook at Bonnie Jill. And my co-host, you can find them. Just in case you don't know by now, you can find them at... <laughs> I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Yeah, I'm David. You can find me at David H. Bloom on both Twitter and Instagram. I am Becky Sotero. You can find me <laughs> at Becky Sotero on all social media and also right now in the live chat. Engage with us. We just want to chat with you yes, and sir. all that good stuff. Yeah, and I love how Becky has it on her computer. Just in case. Oh, just in this. Case yeah. This. Well, this was for other after shows, but. Yeah, but just in case. Yeah, so make sure you join us on the chat. We want to hear from you. Yeah. And we had a lot more people last week, Josh. You missed nice. that. We that did, yeah. They were all coming right. in. And, yeah, uh, people want you to pie up, Josh. Oh, we didn't, what, what, yes, we didn't tell you this last I don't week. What are you talking about? I don't yeah, know I think about. we have. I'm going to bring a pie. <laughs> it's happening. People are saying they want pie yeah. to the face. Well, Josh. they have to vote what pie I'm getting to the face because they haven't voted yet. I thought we decided on lemon, no? Cream pie, right? I don't know. Let's do it. Hope next you week. like lemon. Next week it's going down, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Stay tuned. <laughs> but I'm not here next week, so we got to make sure. Okay, week I'm here. after that, we'll yeah. really stretch Set this your out. Calendars. It's gonna be stretched. Let's out. do it. Yeah, pie to the face. It's gonna be trending on Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hashtag. <laughs> Josh, pie to the face, oh or pie to the face, Josh. I don't know. We'll figure it out. After Buzz is going to love us. We're going to make it really pretty messy. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't be here next week. I'll be at the Kentucky Derby. Um, so it'll be you three nice. um, taking over. Um, but it was great. I was actually at the Giants series this past um, mm. weekend, and I actually have a sunburn to uh, prove it. But, yeah, I actually was there for the crazy at-bat that Brandon Belt had, which was, you know, 21 pitches, almost 13 minutes, and it was Crazy. 16 foul tips. <laughs> it was literally like, it was nuts. And like, you know, Boach gave us great seats right behind the plate. And it literally, me and my girl were like, wait, is this serious? Like, it was funny. And you started to know that normally, you know, it's in the favor of the pitcher, you know, when that keeps happening. And then, you know, he ended up uh, line driving it to an out. But it was, you know, nice to see history. Now, was Absolutely. it boring? Like, be honest. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that long at bat would oh, just yeah. drove you crazy. Really? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just like, you know. One felt after another, and everyone was like, oh. And then, but then it started getting in the middle of it. You're like, oh, wait, no. this is like, okay, this it has to be. I even was like, Googling, is this how long? What's the longest, you know, at bat? And Did then, you find out what the longest was? There was one in 1998. Okay. Yeah, um, it was 20, I think. Yeah, but it was wow. the other ones, you know, were way far yeah. back. But, you know, back in the day, I don't know mm-hmm. if people were even keeping count of that. Sure. I think it lasted 21 minutes, right? Something like that? Around there. there. Around there, yeah. Thir- no, 13 minutes. Oh, it was 13 oh, minutes? minutes? No, 13 minutes, but uh, 21. Still, yeah, oh, 21, 21 pitches. pitches. There you go. It was the pitches. Yeah. Jeez. Second at so bat, too. So first inning, Second I, batter. I was like, oh, wow. My girl's like, because I kind of dragged her there. She's like, oh, my God. We're not even out of first <laughs> inning. She goes, I'm like dying. It was so hot. And, it, you know, but it was fun, you know. And the, the Giants got the win. And uh, it's nice to see my boys actually. Absolutely. Know, finally win a series. So, yeah. It was like, I know you're in, you, you like the Angels. Someone here likes the Angels. No. Hi there. That's yeah. it. You like yeah. yeah you yeah. caught us at our uh, in our bad streak. So yeah. and I was excited. Enjoy the win. Enjoy the wins. Enjoy the two. <laughs> and I was excited to see Otani. You know, I wanted to see him actually. You know, 
on the hill. But it was really cool just to see him and to see the people really get mm-hmm. excited mm-hmm. to see him. And oh, he all they the love Japanese him. media everywhere and how'd he do? So good. He actually went two for two. Oh yeah, yeah. he's been good. He I, he's pitching today. Is he? In Houston, yeah, he's okay. pitching today. Uh, he's a big kid. He, ooh, is yeah. he? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. And what's so cool, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but now you'll notice it. When he comes to the plate, when he's ready to hit, he actually bows to the <laughs> Stop it. I know, I saw oh, yes, that. I does. love that. He bows so, to oh, the ump, yeah. yeah. We love him. We, I was like, we wow, love talk about respect. I love it. It's, it's you know, it was funny, you know, and Buster was like, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 but, you know, I like it, you know, but he's, yeah, he's a tall kid, too. He's big. Six six four. He does five. Look yeah. like it, though. I guess in person, obviously. He's only twenty years old. But yeah, so I was glad to you know to see him. Um, what did you guys do this weekend? Anything big? I was I should uh, know about. I was you nursing an ear infection and a sinus infection. I couldn't get on a plane last week. That's why I was absent. Um, so yeah, <laughs> just taking care of myself. You were yeah. running from the pie. I was. That's what <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That's true. And Becky, you end up going to the Kings game. Did. They lost, but you were there in full effect. It was devastating. Staples Center was the quietest I've ever heard it. Yeah. So the Kings really? got swept. Ducks got swept. I we'll know. talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a lot of, pretty a lot devastating of, in Los Angeles. A lot of SoCal. Not a lot of SoCal hockey. There's no good. SoCal hockey happening. No, not no basketball happening. And even with so, you know, it's funny. This is the first time in NBA, I don't yeah. know history, but first time in a very long time where mm-hmm. there's no New York teams and no um, it's just, California teams in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, we're all going to Coachella and, you know, playing <laughs> golf, I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure. And but. you know for the networks, as we, you know, anyone who knows about the money, like the networks aren't happy about oh, that. You oh, know, they want to see course. the rivalries, of course. These big markets. Yeah. yeah. Utah, Oklahoma City. Yeah. All right. There we go. <laughs> Right? I know. I don't know. Everybody does love their David. It's a, it's a great series. But let's talk about, let's let's yeah. go right into NBA okay. playoffs and talk about that series. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I love, that's one of my favorite series right now. Oh, for sure. Because how physical is, I mean, crazy. Like, OKC does not have an answer for Utah. No, no and it's creating, no, it's creating two teams that are starting to hate each other now. Oh, and which I love when playoff series do. I mean, the scuffles they get into, Steven Adams just getting elbowed in the face and not feeling a thing. He didn't move. He just was there, like, correcting his nose (laughs) after the elbow. But it was great because game three was all about Ricky Rubio. You know, he had the triple-double. He was doing good. And then game four, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, 33 points. And it's funny because you remember Westbrook said, you know, no way Ricky yeah. Rubio's not going to do right. this again. I'm going to stop him. And he did not have a triple-double. No, he, he still had big numbers, Ricky Rubio. He had 13, 6, and 8. And, you know, good job, Russ. You stopped him. You didn't let that stuff happen again. But, but then, uh, yeah, they still have but, Donovan But the Mitchell. thing is with, with Ricky still Rubio, he's a point guard. He's a pass-first point guard. Right. So he doesn't have to score that many points. Not. He just so happened to have a triple-double. If you're going to stop Ricky Rubio, that means you have to stop the Jazz from getting into their offense. And right. that's not what Russell did. That's what that's what people don't really understand about the whole Jazz system. It's like, yeah, Drake, Jay Crowder will score, Ingles will score, Rubio will score, Gobert will score, Favors will score. Everyone gets involved, and that's what makes him a team. It is, a t- yeah. So it, it, at any given possession, they're going to move the ball and get the best shot available. And if Ricky Rubio is bringing the ball up, he's making sure they're getting the mm-hmm. best shot available. And if he's doing that, he's doing his job. It doesn't matter what his numbers look like. And it's great to be able to see Donovan Mitchell just completely destroy. I, mean, <laughs> oh, I don't yeah, know if you guys saw, it. but he broke the record, um, Carmelo. Yeah. record as rookie, you know, most, most points rookie, yeah. in a game, during a playoff game. I mean, yeah. that's pretty, I mean, we're talking about the mailman here. Yeah, yeah. This and is, he broke his record. This is pretty big. Which so. is, yeah. And the great thing was, uh, I think game two, he came really close to breaking it. He scored yeah. 28. I think the record's like, what, like 31? 31. Yeah, and he came 33. Go him. Go with Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> so what do you think, the, what's wrong with the Thunder? I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, it's funny because, you know, during the offseason, tell me everyone wasn't excited about that team. Mm, you know, I you, wasn't. What? Really? Okay, well, you really? got <laughs> Most people were excited. I was excited. I was like, they just stole Paul George well, and mo- stole Carmelo Anthony. You know, people were excited about, you know, Paul George and Melo and um, Westbrook and to see, and, you know, I know this all too well with the Lakers, you can have so many stars and the chemistry mm-hmm. isn't there and it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how many stars there are because there's not enough balls on the court. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it's showing right now they're being, you know, exposed right now. They're, they're going to lose this series. So for sure. Do you, think not back to what? Do you think it's like one particular person to blame? Are, are you on the blame Russell Westbrook train? I, you know, oh God, you're going to put me on the spot because, you know, I, I like Russ as a person, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know? no, I agree. Yes, for sure. And I, I, I hate to say that, but you know, there's also a time where his intensity, you know, he got he has to kind of funnel the anger differently. Don't you agree? Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, getting fouled out, you know, almost had what he had four fouls almost, and almost got mm. fouled out in the first quarter. Yeah. Four fouls. And our friend Mitt Romney wanted to make sure <laughs> that Russell Westbrook knew that. <laughs> so good. This was like uh, such an incredible moment. I mean, it just talks about how this game is so. Yeah. Exciting and fun and different stories because right. seeing Mitt <laughs> exactly so, yeah. yeah. throwing shade. <laughs> I just, but I just love the way he was on the court, like you know, trying to get yeah. in mm-hmm. Westbrook's face, and you know, Westbrook's like, Come on, yeah. sit down, sit down. You think Westbrook knew who he was? <laughs> I think he probably knew his face. Okay, right? yeah, probably, okay. probably took him a second, I, but now it's I'm two sure. teams. He, he, he ran for office no more than four or five years ago, so he should know who he is. Yeah, he but. I mean, so I, you, you would think he did, but, you know, yeah. I, yeah. and I really think Ingles low-keyed was getting, like, you know, in George's head. Oh, Do you think yeah. that? I think he was a little bit. No, he was know? for sure. He dropped, like, 20 because he can shoot. Yeah, he was. People he, forget he can his, shoot. His shots were just falling, and it was uh, it was great to see that. I mean, and, you know, anyone who's ever been to that arena, and I've been in the arena many times, mm. they are loud. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. we used to go there when I was with the Lakers mm. and – Ooh, those fans are brutal. Brutal. Mm-hmm. You think I've that's that. Mormon country? Ooh. <laughs> they are like, I'm sorry. When like, they get in that arena, they put all oh, yeah. beliefs aside. I had more people talk, you know, crap to me in my Lakers mm, stuff stop it. than any other arena. More than really? the Celtics. And I'm talking like using profanity and everything. In Utah? Yes. What? In Utah. <laughs> and they're loud. They're mean. They're, yeah. And I'm always like, oh, Wow. And the first time I was there, I was like, you know, you just think they're going to just be very kind and, you know, just it's a little Utah. more PC. No. Uh-uh. When it comes to the jazz, that's going to be like Good that. old conservative Utah. <laughs> what else do they have there? <laughs> I was going to say, they've got to get fired up about yeah. something. But yeah. what else do they have there? That's true. Besides the jazz. Basketball. Tell me yeah. something else Well, they that's have. how it was in Portland, too. Just basketball. Yeah. I mean, you can have only on one team. you got to mm. fight. That's Speaking of Portland. I don't want to talk about it. I <laughs> should not even have brought it up. Yeah. I should not even. But, but, okay, whatever. You know, it's, you win some, you lose some. But that's some. one team. You, you, I didn't. You lost none. them all. Yeah, you I know. Four. You win none. They had, a great, <laughs> they had a great regular season. Oh, there you whatever. go. Just fall back on their great regular season. I will. I will lay in that lounge. by the DeMarcus Cousins list. I'm not happy about it. But I'm all about the Pelicans stepping up. And I mean, what do you guys think about that? What are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. Especially with the sweep, but, but I do would never think going to that series would be a sweep. Sure. Oh, of course not. Sure. Especially I the way six. especially the way Portland was playing at the end of the season, they were really mm-hmm. peaking at the oh, right man. time, and Lillard was just oh, phenomenal. People were talking about him even like you know MVP because the way he was just playing towards the end of the season, and to see them just literally just not show up. Oh, they collapsed. They completely collapsed because every the first night, the first game I looked at and I thought, okay, they won, but it was close, and Lillard and McCollum didn't have they just. They got lucky. They just didn't have a good night. <laughs> Every single night after that, it didn't seem like... I know they scored under 20 several times, and they just could not break enough and beat that defense. They really showed up defensively. I know Drew Holiday. I mean, and Drew then, Holiday and AD. Yeah. And, well, AD's so AD. is 33.3 average um, from the field, and then Holiday's 27.8. I mean, those two together, though. Yeah, they've been amazing but, together. Yeah, but uh, their defense... No DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. No Boogie, by the way. You know, yeah. and... You know, a lot of people are saying, are they better without Boogie right now? They're definitely different. They've, they're they more up-tempo. They're running right. the ball. Um, you know, Rondo has the ball in his hands more. He's able to create for other people. And know. Rondo's got the playoff mm-hmm. experience. I oh, of know. course. Yeah. Oh, so, he, yeah. so he can he sees the game differently. And without, you know, people kept calling like the next like Twin Towers, right, yeah. Josh? And mm-hmm. now it's like there's no Boogie. And they're still... Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, they're more guard-oriented team. They still have Anthony Davis, right. who's their best player, but now you put the ball in Rondo's hands and mm-hmm. he can create for other people. Drew Holiday, is a, he's a, he can play point guard, but he's a nice swing guard as well. He can play yeah. off the mm-hmm. ball, so they're able to play up-tempo more, which, right. I don't know, it, it, it fits them pretty well. I mean, Where you want to be playoff-wise, so that's yeah. the thing. That's playoff basketball, is if you play the up-tempo type of game and you don't rely on the bigs in the playoffs, like, that's how you go far. I mean, not, not far, far, like, I'm sorry, Pelicans, but, like, you know. They're going to go far enough. And going on to the second round, we do know that they will be playing the dubs mm-hmm. in the second round. And everyone's like, oh, you know, what's <clears> going to happen? Are they going to be, who are they, the Warriors going to use to be able to stop AD, you know, and JaVel McGee, if anyone has been watching the Warriors, he's been 
playing phenomenal. Well, Javale McGee, and he's like you know he will uh, he'll take you down too. But I also like Draymond because he's. I like him against AD as well because yeah. Draymond's a lot more physical. Yeah, and there's other ways you can do it. You can double you could double team AD whenever he gets the ball. Mm-hmm. Use Rondo's man because Rondo's not a jump shooter. You double team and then you just rely on rotations, right. which is something that the Warriors are good at. And so, they, they got a deep bench. How do you guys yeah. feel about tonight's mm-hmm. game? How's that going to close out? Which one is who's, Golden who's, State and San Antonio? Oh, that's that's yeah. Golden State wins twenty. That okay. series is done. Okay. It's a yeah. Round. <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> you know people want to know. And I actually <laughs> like that the Spurs won, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you why because it stretches out that series and it gives Steph a little more time because we know that Steph is not going to come back. He may not play till you know, sure. middle of the second round. With people going, well, why not? Well, he's right on track. Mm-hmm. If you remember from the injury right when they announced it, he was six to eight weeks. So mm-hmm. he is on track. Sure. He's just not early. You guys heard so about his deal back. with Sony Pictures too, right? So he's going to be a big deal. producing some, some TV He's trying to be Kobe. It's, <laughs> it's kind of awesome, though. I mean, why not, right? Why right. not use your empire? But I thought that was kind of cool about Steph. So he's, no. he's still working off the court while he's injured. He's working oh, both hands. Oh, when yeah. it comes yeah. to his yeah. brand, I mean, he's like Yeah, unanimous media is what place. it's called. Like, yeah. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I saw that, and I was like, oh, he's hurt, but still doing some deals. Good for him. I know yeah. that coach. Yeah. But it'll be a good series at next round, sure. but I still, it's not going to be, you no. know, it's still going to yeah. be the Warriors. It's hard. I mean, even without stuff, they, they're just, the Warriors, it doesn't matter. They they have way too many weapons. They're not, Yeah, but they're not as good without stuff. Oh, so. No, they're not. They're definitely, they're definitely vulnerable. But I, they, but I'm saying they can still win. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, I, I would still favor the Warriors over the Pelicans, but I think it would go six. Oh, I, yeah. Six. Yeah. Six, maybe. Really? I'm going to say yeah. five. I don't I'm know. Gonna, no, I'm saying five. I'm saying yeah. the Pels. Maybe steal one at home or something. Because I know when they played before in that first round series, game three, the Pelicans looked like they had it. And then out of nowhere, Steph just brought them back and they came back and they won that game. But I say they get one, but the Warriors, they have enough to beat them. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah, no, they, talking the about Warriors, the Spurs yeah. and Warriors, we do want to send our condoldences to yes, Coach Popovich course. losing his wife, Erin. Um, that was a very, mm-hmm. very, very sad, depressing um, yeah. moment. Um, so we want to make sure that we send our condolences and prayers to Pop because Pop is a he's a class act. He's the best, mm-hmm. and uh, it's hard to you know to see someone in the NBA family oh, struggling with that. Have you have you met Popovich? Oh yeah, many times, and he's just. Gosh, is, is he I mean, exactly what you <laughs> exactly what you see? Yeah. You know, pop. is pop, and uh, you know, even though this year wasn't you know what everyone expected because mm-hmm. they're normally that team that flies under the radar the whole season. No one talks about them, and they're always in it. Kawhi Leonard obviously kind of screwed that up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> been, that's as been, we know, sure. just a little bit. <laughs> sure. Um, flipping back over to that series with Utah, yeah. you know, I'm curious now with OKC, I really think Paul George is going to be like, peace, I'm out. Oh, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And, I no, yeah. he, and he's going to mm-hmm. be a Laker because mm-hmm. I've talked Laker. to a lot of Laker insiders and he will, you know, come to La La Land because uh, you know now. You, because if they were doing well, you know he right. might have stayed. But a, a lot of the yeah. media is trying to push the Paul George to Philadelphia now. I know. Oh. And also LeBron going to <laughs> yeah, Philly. Yeah. There's still a lot of, a lot of yeah, that. Yeah. A lot of Philly, a lot of people going it, to Philly. It, it kind of works. He fits in. He does. You have Ben Simmons who has the ball and beats the big guy. He just kind of fits in between. That team Philly's going to be good. Yeah, it, it does make oh. sense. I, I, I don't think LeBron makes sense in Philly, but I think Paul George makes sense in mm-hmm. Philly. Mm-hmm. He does, but sure. I, yeah. I, I am hearing more yeah. that he'll be in LA. But we'll okay. see. I mean, you don't know. So you know? now what your connection with the Lakers, they want LeBron, like in what order do they want? Do they want LeBron, George, Kawhi, or do they mm-hmm. want like LeBron, Kawhi, George? LeBron first. Okay. Uh, for obvious course. reasons. Sure. And yeah. then, you know, they think Paul will come in, you know. Okay. And then, you know, Kawhi's not a free agent really till next right but he's, he's, but gone. he's yeah. gone he's regardless. gone that would be a yeah. Yeah. They, need a, they need a trade that's yes and it'll be a trade so we'll see i mean they're not gonna get all three but yeah. you never know right <laughs> even two <laughs> they've got the, they got the cap room they got the money yeah. two out of those three would be a game changer yeah. anyway oh, for lakers just lebron just just putting people back in the seats and buying jerseys again. are you kidding yeah, yeah. and I mean, before we get warren because i know he's gonna be coming on a little bit let's talk a little bit about the Cavs series because mm-hmm. i'm telling you like they did, this, they got a little bow and put it and said, yeah, they "Here, <laughs> the Pacers, the Pacers yeah. said, here's the here's the win.' You know, <laughs> they, and that series now is over. You think so? I, oh, really? I, think, I don't yeah. think it's over yet. I no, I like over. it. I like it for sure. I, think I definitely over. think I want to see it go seven, just because I want to see that game seven, and I want to see LeBron ball out in that seven, and I yeah. want to see what Oladipo does. So you, you Oladipo think, was struggling in that you know in that last game. Yeah, he was and, terrible last yeah, game. But really, still, like, he's really, still really got the talent to do it. But so you think. The Pacers losing this game just completely. The blew. momentum, yeah, is, is kind of like crushed mm. them. So I think it's over. And funny, I'm good friends with T. Lou, and so I co- talked to Coach Lou, and you know, after 
game three, he was like so hot on like, actually I should say every game yeah. on these players. He's like, they're soft. He used another word, but <laughs> <laughs> that a, a lot piece. of these guys are scared. You know, that it's the first time that, you know, a Jordan Clarkson, a Larry Nance has been able to see a stage like the playoffs. They're mm. young oh, kids yeah. and they're kind of deer in the headlights. And, even like Kevin Love, he's not demanding the ball. There's a lot of things. There's no intensity. There's, they're not aggressive. And he's getting real frustrated with these guys being kind of soft and scared. Yeah. Can't imagine how LeBron feels. <laughs> God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. It was funny. Our friend Michael Irvin, he posted a picture of like um, this yeah. guy who's carrying all these things. He's like, this is LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he's got the world on his shoulders and has, you know, plus more. He even right. changed that world out for another world that was on the Lakers and brought him oh. here. And he's still doing that. I mean, you guys don't think that series is over. I don't know. The Cavs are not good. They're really oh, not. Oh, gosh. Listen, I mean, the media is making the Pacers out to be like this strong, like, feisty team. Mm-hmm. The, the Pacers are a five seed. Like, let's, let's stop playing around. This yeah. is not that great of a team. The no, Cavs are and, four and seed. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the Cavs are having so much trouble with them. Right. I don't know if the Cavs can beat them twice without someone like Kevin Love stepping up. Like, Kyle Korver stepped up and had a good game. Yeah. He had but a now, are you going to rely on Kyle Korver to be your second scorer? <laughs> like, that's insane. No, you don't rely on Kyle Korver in a game like that's that. That's what I'm saying. And they keep saying that, you know, Coach Lou has to, like, change it the, you know, the rotation. What rotation? There, he doesn't have any guys to work mm, with. Right. Not really. I right. mean, LeBron, I mean, everyone wants to say LeBron shipped him out, but they just cleared house and they brought new guys mm-hmm. in. And that kind of goes and with the idea. And that trade is not panning out. Not yeah. at all. And that, no. But you think about it, let's say in the Lakers, if he goes to the Lakers, IT stays. Does he go back to play with IT? No. No, I don't think so. You, no. That's the thing. Because either IT leaves or they have that horrible chemistry of, yeah, no, I just traded him well, here. IT's a free agent. He's going to be... Shopping around, you think gone? Yeah, he's gone. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna go to like a mid level team or a mm. low level team that's gonna offer him more money than he, than he deserves. The Lakers are not resigning him. There's no. no way they resign him. They're not gonna spend a single dime on him. Nope. Not, not wasting the money. <laughs> Just going, going straight for the big fish. They huh? want they want their LeBron. Yeah. You know, face the LeBrons and the uh, and the Paul Georges. They want to. But is this good for? Basketball to see the Cavs actually struggling. Struggle? Oh, yes. I think it is. Oh, yes. yes. I agree. I, 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 I think it came at a good year. I think you have the Sixers who are exciting. I mm-hmm. think the Rockets are exciting. The Warriors mm-hmm. are the Warriors. And I think teams like the Jazz who are playing team basketball mm-hmm. are, are kind of bringing that into fruition. When you are finished, Rick. Oh, we do not have Warren. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I have to say, as an NBA fan, you know, besides my mm-hmm. front off experience, these are some fun games. Oh, they're great. They're amazing. You know, normally, yeah. a lot of the first round, you guys will have to say, sure. isn't it kind of, eh, we, we already know, kind of checklist yeah. who's going to yeah. get through. I actually think these are some fun, competitive, intense, yeah. great physical playoffs. games. Oh, yeah, Warren. Warren! Warren. Why did you How keep declining you? us and forwarding <laughs> us a voicemail? <laughs> I had to get. I had to get you. I had to keep you nervous a little bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I was. Think you could get me right away. I was sweating, Warren. <laughs> How are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Who is, who is that? Is that Maria? No, she's <laughs> not here. But we got Becky and Josh and. David oh, here. I don't know, know them. I haven't met them. Well, it's nice to meet you, Warren. My name is. <laughs> Hi, Warren. I'm Becky. I'm David. Nice to meet you. Well, well, nice to meet all you guys. You guys are actually working with Bonnie, huh? Amazing. Yeah, yeah we guys are. I still like living there, like working there. Huh? <laughs> Warren, be quiet. Um, so, Warren, <laughs> I know that you've been following, you know, obviously what's going on and, you, you know, your expertise in this draft, especially with the quarterbacks. And everyone's talking about, obviously, Darnold and Allen and Mayfield and Rosen. Like, who are is the guy that maybe – you think people aren't thinking about as much because I love Lamar Jackson from Louisville, and I don't know what your thoughts are on him. You know, I like Lamar Jackson. I think he's one of the most dynamic uh, quarterbacks I've ever seen in college, and uh, you just hope that he can transition to the to the National Football League. I don't think he's ready to be uh, a day one starter in the NFL. Neither do I think any of those guys are that are coming out at the top of the draft. But I think uh, Lamar Jackson's ceiling is probably higher than all the other guys coming out ahead of him just because of his uh, his athleticism and how dynamic he is and the things that he can do with his legs as well as his arms. So mm-hmm. he's still developing as a, as a passer, but he's a very uh, accurate passer. But uh, he, he can only get better as his fundamentals improve and as his technique improves because he hasn't been you know this type of quarterback uh Basically, in his whole career, he's kind of been learning over the last couple of years, and he's only going to get better and better. Yeah, because he can sling it. We obviously know he's mobile. I mean, this is a guy that ran a 4-3 in the 40, Warren. I mean, this is, you know, and I know yeah, he wants he to tried, play quarterback. He tried to not run 40 so people wouldn't know how fast he was because <laughs> if you see those times, 
all of a sudden they want to put you in another position. I was the same way when I came out of college. When I ran my 40s in college, I slowed up so I wouldn't run as fast a time because I didn't want them to put me a wide receiver, which is what they were trying to do. And that's what they're trying to do with Lamar Jackson. They wanted to play another position. He is adamant about playing quarterback, Warren. Well, he should be, and I, and I think he'll get the opportunity to do that. And uh, it was a little bit different time when I came out compared to now. Now these guys are getting a chance to play the position, and they're playing it very well. And I think he'll get a chance because I think whatever team drafts him is going to draft him knowing that they that he wants to play quarterback and that they want him to play quarterback. And Warren, with all these quarterbacks, you know, we know as history, you know, kind of repeats itself, there's so many guys that go in the, you know, number one, two, three quarterbacks, and they end up being busts. You know, not all of them end up being like an Andrew Luck and so forth. There's a lot of guys that go in the fourth and fifth round quarterbacks that end up being phenomenal. So why is that? You know, quarterback position is a hard position to, uh, to evaluate because you really can't measure sometimes what's inside a guy's heart. Uh, you can't always measure his work ethic. Uh, you don't. You don't know his intelligence and how he handles adversity. You can. You can look at all the measurables that they they look at in quarterbacks when they come out, just like they do for every other position. You know their height. They look at their weight. They look at you know their forty time and, and if they have a good arm or not. But there's so much more to play in that position that you you can't always measure uh, through the through the draft process. So that's why you see guys like a Tom Brady, who's a six rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy that just worked him, worked himself into a position to where, you know, he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the position because of his work ethic and his intelligence and, and his uh, competitiveness. And you, you sometimes don't know a guy has all of that when he's coming out of college and you're ready to draft him. So, uh, that's why you see certain guys like a Russell Wilson go in the third round, and that was basically because of his heist. If he was another two inches taller, he would have been you know, one of the first quarterbacks picked in that draft. So a lot of times you can't go just on measurables. You have mm-hmm. to go on what a, what a player has done in college, what you think he has inside of him as far as those other intangibles I talked about. And that's why you, that's why you have uh, certain quarterbacks that go higher than others and, and don't make it, and, and other guys that go lower than others and do make it and make it big. We're talking with Hall of Famer Warren Moon. Now, Warren, what quarterback in this draft kind of reminds you of your style and uh, the Warren Moon that we all love to see? You know, I think Sam Darnold. Uh, You know, he's a guy that can throw the ball from the pocket, Mm -hmm. but he also can move around and make plays with his legs and buy time when he has to. And that's something I always had the ability to do. Uh, but I learned, you know, early in my NFL career that the best thing to do is not try and run the football because those guys will, will tear your head off when they <laughs> see you outside the pocket. So, so, so it's better to get the ball to your playmakers and be, be like a point guard as a, as a quarterback and distribute the football as opposed to trying to run it. But the thing that is good, you do have that extra dimension that if you do need your legs, yeah, be, be wise when you use your legs and get down on the ground when you can, get out of bounds when you can. Something that I really uh, like how Russell Wilson does his running. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't take a lot of hits because he's very smart when he runs the football. And as long as you're smart when you run it and don't take a lot of punishment like a, an RG3 or some of these guys who have really gotten banged up in their career, right. mm-hmm. uh, it's, a good, it's, a good, um, it's a good asset to have. And you said something funny, Warren, you know, that some guys don't realize that when they get to the NFL, Warren, this game is quicker, bigger, like, and you made such a great point that you're like, oh, my gosh, you're going to, you know, tear my head off. I'm going to be dead after this game. <laughs> well, they, they love to see quarterbacks outside the pocket because you don't mm-hmm. get a chance to hit them the way you really want to in the pocket because they're protected so well. So once they're outside the pocket, they're like any other runner until they, until they slide. So, uh, if a defensive player gets a chance to get a good hit on a quarterback, maybe he's not trying to put him out of the game injury-wise, but he's definitely trying to intimidate you and, and trying to, you know, trying to get inside your mind. So you don't want to give those guys those opportunities and just be smart when you run the football. Because if you're smart when you run it and you make yardage running the football, that really frustrates the defense because they're having to chase you around and they're still not getting a good shot on you. But if you are giving them a chance to get a good shot on you, that's, that's exactly what they want. Hey, Warren, it's Josh. Uh, I'm going to put you in the GM chair right now for the Cleveland Browns. Who are you taking <laughs> first? I'm probably going to take Sam Darnold. I, I think if they want to take quarterback first, uh, I think he's the one that not so much he's ready to play right away, but I think he kind of maybe fits the uh, 
it's just the mentality of, of the Cleveland type of crowd, a gritty, you know, hardworking, work ethic type of guy that, that would fit well in a Midwest city like Cleveland. And, and Cleveland needs something. They need a, a home run at that quarterback position in the draft. They've done so bad on, on quarterbacks in the past. They need to make a, a hit and a splash on that position. I think he's one guy that's not going to be a bust out of that whole group. Um, even though I don't think he's ready to play day one, and they have Tyrod Taylor to uh, to play, you know, for him in the next year or so until he's ready to play. But I think he's a guy that has a tremendous future down the road. All right, cool. And now the Giants are in an interesting position right now. They have Eli Manning, and a lot of people think they're going to take Saquon Barkley with the second pick. But a lot of people also feel that they should take a quarterback for the future, and I think their pick is going to decide a lot going forward with the draft. Now, what would you do with the second pick with the uh, with the Giants, and what advice would you give Gettleman with Eli Manning, considering he's <laughs> about 40 years old and can't really move out of the pocket? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 37 years old, and I think if they're going to go with him, they're looking to win right now. So yeah. uh, they're kind of in a pickle that, yeah, you have a 37-year-old quarterback who could this may be his last year. You're not really sure, so you want to have somebody waiting in the wings to uh, to take his place. But you also want to win now because you know Eli's window is very, very small. So I would take um, Barkley in the second pick, and I would try and take a quarterback. I think there's a lot of other good quarterbacks down the line right. uh, that they could probably get maybe a Lamar Jackson or maybe a uh, a, uh, a Mason Rudolph from uh, – from Oklahoma State, who I think is a pretty good player. And there's some other quarterbacks in this draft that maybe you could develop and give them a, a few re- few years uh, ready to play. So I don't think you need to take a quarterback that high. Uh, if you want to win right now, go ahead and take the great dynamic running back or the defensive end, Chubb, and then go ahead and uh, take a quarterback down the line maybe in the second round and just develop him for the future. Mm. Yeah, um Warren, talking about, I think there's a lot, I mean, the obvious that we haven't brought up, and I know he was in the media a lot, Baker Mayfield, um, talking about him, do you think he's going to be one of those media hype, flash-in-the-pan quarterbacks, or do you think he's going to be a guy like, I like to think a lot of last year, I know in the media, um, Deshaun Watson was very uh, hyped up, and he eventually, um, before the uh, injury, was having an amazing career. What do you think, uh, what are your thoughts? My thoughts on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield on his uh, on his bust potential. I'll say <laughs> hyper hope. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know I'm not sold on him yet. Uh, there's a lot of questions about his uh, you know his attitude. I, I think his uh, a lot of people like that he has swagger, but I, I think sometimes at that position you got to you got to act with a little bit more dignity than he does and. And uh, you have to have more of a, a quiet swagger than, than he does. He has more of an outward swagger. And, and I think uh, he's one of those guys that could, he plays too much by, by emotion. And uh, as a quarterback in the NFL, you, you can't uh, let your emotions get ahead of you. Otherwise, it's going to affect the way you play. And, and I'm still not sure, you know, how good a quarterback he's going to be outside of that system at, at Oklahoma. You know, he, he runs a spread system. Oklahoma has had a lot of good quarterbacks come out of there, Heisman Trophy winners at quarterback positions, uh, and they just haven't done well in the National mm-hmm. Football League. So that kind of scares me, just the fact that they haven't had a lot of history of guys that have done well in the league, even though they've done very well in college. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and looking a little down in the draft, I know there is a potential for a lot of teams to uh, sleep on Saquon Barkley, and I know um, the Bucks are coming up in their – they have a higher draft pick, and they just uh, cut Doug Martin. So what are your thoughts? Do you think Barkley could fall there? And if so, do you, how do you think he'd fit in that system? Yeah, I think uh... – if he was to fall that far, it'd be only because all these other teams are enamored by these four quarterbacks and maybe a, you know, a fifth quarterback and, and also Chubb and maybe the offensive lineman from uh, Notre Dame. And I think that would be the only way he would fall that far. But I guarantee you, if you look at probably 70, 75% of the, of the draft boards around the league, uh, Saquon is number one on their yeah. draft boards and they all would love to have <laughs> yeah. him. Uh, I think the teams that you know have great running backs right now would be the only ones that, that wouldn't want him. But um, you just never know in these drafts because quarterback is such an essential part of any team in the NFL because of the rules right now, the way they're geared towards throwing the football. Everybody knows they have to have a good quarterback. So uh, I think these quarterbacks might dominate the top of the draft. But 
I would be surprised if Cleveland would pass on him at number four if they took a dra- if they took a quarterback at number one. If he's still there at number four, I think Cleveland takes him at, at least at number four. Right. Now, Warren, going outside of the quarterback position, I love this story with Shaquem Griffin. I mean, I know mm-hmm. that he's been talked about a lot, and, you know, he is so athletic considering his disability. Where do you think he falls um, right now? They've got a projected him at third round, fourth round, maybe fifth. What do you think about this kid? Well, you know, I love the way he plays. Any guy that's a player of the year in this conference is a defensive player that means he can play football. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't matter what his what his handicap is, somehow he's he's able to overcome that handicap and still do what it takes to be, you know, an, an All-American and a player of the year. So um, I know that's going to be something that's on the NFL team's minds about the fact that he doesn't have a hand because the hands are used a lot in the National Football League. You've got to be able to use your hands to you know, ward people off and, and, and avoid blocks and make tackles and things like that. So uh, I'm sure that's something that's going to always be a negative against him, but there's so many other positives. You know, I think he's a guy that could probably go you know, in the third round to a team that – that uh, that's a really good football team, like a New England Patriots or somebody like that, where he could he could he could serve a lot of different uh, needs for them as far as special teams, as far as being a a, a specialized pass rusher on passing situ- situations, mm-hmm. or putting him in in nickel situations or dime situations on defense. So there's a lot of things you can do with him, and, and if it's a team that doesn't have great needs. Uh, he'd be a guy that you add to your depth of your football team because he can do so many different things. Now, all around, Warren, is there someone that people are sleeping on? Is there mm-hmm. like some you know diamond in the rough that you know about that you can give us some insider info on? <laughs> you know, I, I wish I knew because uh, I, I haven't studied it that hard to, to right. know what the diamond in the roughs are. Um, I know you know kind of what the top players and the top names are, but. Uh, really, but there always is in every draft, and you just mm-hmm. don't know who that guy is going to be. And that's why the Seahawks, the team I work for, has been so successful over the years. They've been able to get those diamonds in the rough. You look at a Richard Sherman, who was a fifth rounder. You look right. at Cam Chancellor, who was a fifth rounder, or Doug Baldwin, who was a free agent. Mm-hmm. All these guys, the Seahawks uh, either drafted or signed as free agents, have become Pro Bowl players uh, because they just have an eye for for what fits their football team best. And other people kind of overlook them. So there's a lot of those guys that are going to be in this draft as well. This is supposed to be a very, very uh, deep draft as far as uh, a lot of depth uh, throughout the whole draft through the first three or four rounds. So there's going to be some really good football players coming out of this draft. Now, before I pass you off to Becky, Warren, what team needs to have a very big draft day to actually change the organization and um, where they're wanting to go? Uh, I, know I many think teams, but. New England needs to have a good draft because they lost a lot of good players. Uh, they, they lost their left tackle. They lost a receiver. They lost some guys on defense, you know, uh, Malcolm Butler. So, so they've got some holes to fill on their football team. Mm-hmm. I think Seattle Seahawks, because of everything we lost this right. year, we're, you know, we lost Richard Sherman and Michael Bennett and Jimmy Graham and, and possibly Cam Chancellor and, and, and Cliff Averill. So all those guys are Pro Bowl players that I just listed. So you've got to be able to try and replace some of those guys, not only through what you already have on your football team, but through some young players through the draft because you're going to need that depth. So that's two teams right there that are at the top that uh, want to stay on top. And uh, that's the way they're going to have to do it with younger players as they start to rebuild. Right. Good stuff. Well, Warren, this is Becky. We actually have the live chat um alive with us today and they're excited to hear everything you have to say we actually have a Colts fan that wanted to ask you who should they pick up in the draft I think they need to just get some uh, some more protection for Andrew Luck if he's a guy that is going to be your, your franchise guy hopefully for the next 10 years uh, hopefully he's coming off of that shoulder surgery and he's going to be fine to play this year Make sure you have that guy protected. One of the reasons why he he's had that shoulder surgery is because he's been beat up so mm-hmm. much over his first four years of his career. So uh, I think you want to solidify your offensive line if you have a quarterback of his caliber and make sure he's well protected. And then you always want to try and get him a playmaker uh, on the, on the uh, offensive side of the ball as well, something that takes a little bit of the pressure off of him, whether it's a running back, uh, because Frank Gore's not there anymore, you got to be able to run the football, and 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 where everybody can't focus right in on on Andrew Luck. So maybe a running back or a dynamic receiver will be my next 
choice after an offensive line. Oh, good stuff. Thank you for answering that on behalf of Bernard X on the live chat. He's, <laughs> he's really stoked right now. We are going to play a fun round of this or that. Have you heard of this or that? It's a game. Uh, no, I haven't. Yes, All right. you have, Warren. Come on, Warren. <laughs> Don't lie to me. All right, we're going to play this or that. So it's rapid fire. We want to learn about you. We want the fans to learn about you. Are you ready? <laughs> I don't like I don't like to divulge myself. <laughs> there are fun questions. Okay, here we go. Joe Montana or Jerry Rice? Oh, I stick with the quarterbacks all the time. Yeah, I figured. I figured, yeah. but I just wanted to had to ask that. Draft season or playoff season? Beg your pardon. Draft season or playoff season? What do you prefer? Playoff season. That's what it's all about. I mean, <laughs> well, they're, bo- they're both for young, exciting. Ro- young rookies. You don't even know what they're going to do for your football team, but the playoffs is what mm. everybody plays for to get to the playoffs. Sure. AFC or NFC? NFC. I'm an <laughs> NFC guy, and uh, I played in the NFC when I was a player. I played a lot of my career in the AFC, but finished in the N- NFC, and and I work for the NFC right now. I think that's the right. NFC I know you have best. to pick. You have to pick. I hear you. <laughs> uh, Super Bowl or Olympics? Now I know technic- technically you'd say Super Bowl, but have you been to the Olympics? I have been to the Olympics, yeah. and uh, it's great, but it's a little bit spread out. It's kind of hard to really get mm-hmm. into it as far as how you can get into one football game and really put all your your energy and focus behind one game. The, the Olympics are great because it's all over the world, so a lot of different mm-hmm. events, but. There's nothing like the Super Bowl. All right. Podcast or radio? You know, I'm old school. I like the radio. <laughs> All right. Beach or mountains? It's, it's, it's easier to find. <laughs> yeah, true. Beach or mountains? Where will we find you? Beach. All right. Uh, every one of my vacations has something to do with water, sand, and mm. breeze. Great. Early bird or night owl? Uh, both. Yeah, I, I was going to say both. <laughs> kind of I don't need a lot of sleep. All I right. can sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> True. This is one of my favorites. French fries or French toast? Oh, wow. That is That's tough. a good yeah, one. Yeah, Asking the hard um, questions. I probably eat more French fries than French toast, so I'm going to go French fries. All right, respect. Respect. <laughs> I have a top 10 fry list, so I, I take that serious. Thank you so much, Warren. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Warren, for joining this is, us. This or that, huh? Yeah, this or that. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Thanks. You played it now. I, yeah, I went gentle on you. On. Yeah, I, she uh, was easy I, on I you. I had fun with you guys, and if, if you ever need me again, let me know. And Bob Kenny t- says to tell you hello, Bonnie Jill. I just want you to know that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'll be seeing you all next week at Derby. Uh, yeah, I will see you in about what? A week. Uh, <laughs> ten days or so? No, a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you, you're getting in there later. So. Well, I'll see you with right. the it It's next Thursday, huh? Yeah. Next Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, next Thursday, about eight days, nine okay. days. <laughs> right, right. I'll have a mint julep or a lily waiting for you. Definitely a lily. Mint julep I can mm, wait I on. I know, right. <laughs> so good. Thanks, Warren. I'll That's see you next all week. All right, you guys take care. Thanks, Warren. And Thanks, my friend. Okay? okay, bye. Travel safe. Bye-bye. Warren's great. Oh, he's great. He's a sweetie. <laughs> I already knew his answers to all those questions. I wanted them to be football. You gave him some softball ones. I thought yeah. they were going to be a little harder. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to put our people through too much. Because <laughs> <laughs> I still like the which way do you eat your tacos. I know. But I've used that one a lot. So I yeah. thought I'd put the French toast French fries in there. Mm, you know? that That's a good one. one. That's a great one. That's yeah. a really tough one. It is. Yeah. Right? That's a good is. one. Very oh, good. So good. Love it. Well, he had a lot of insight. You know, I love how he kind of was on the same wavelength as me as Baker Mayfield is not ready. He's very yes. polarizing. Yeah. Baker's very polarizing. I think yeah. Baker's hype. I mean, I think a lot I of people are starting to yeah. that. Yeah. that I definitely agree. Hype over hope. He yeah. may have some of those off-field issues that we know about that he may be a little hard to contain Arrogance. and handle, coachable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying anything, but, you know. But, you know, whoever ends up going to Cleveland, God be with you. Oh. <laughs> it's true, right? though. I know, mean, it's true. I hate true. to say Good that. Luck. Sure. Because I love the fan. I love how loyal they are. But, oh, God, it's, it's where. It's hard. I mean, tough listen, they got Jarvis now. Josh right. Gordon's back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, who they just signed? They signed Tyrod. But, but there's a lot of... A running back, too, though. Oh, oh mm-hmm. no, you're... 
you're right. There's a lot of teams, you know, uh, but I don't know. There's something about Cleveland. Like, even though on paper they look yeah. good, mm-hmm. they Never. always, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Paul Short. Mm-hmm. I know. Never yeah. And all their games last should. year, if you watch any of their games, none of y'all did, but if you watch the highlights, <laughs> you at least see that they all the games were close. So they weren't getting blown out. That's how they've always been the past couple yeah. of years. Yeah. So. I mean, I saw one. I went to the one uh, where they played the Chargers. You went to the game? I went to the oh. game. I went to go see a Browns game. In Cleveland? No, no, no. Uh, In, um, oh, okay. At, at yeah. I was going to say, wow. Are you not, even, not even a Chargers fan. I just, yeah. you know, I went to go. But uh, it was... Exciting game. <laughs> yeah. Very exciting. To watch the Browns play live. Oh, I live Were you riveted the entire time? Yeah. You know what? But it is a, it's a lot on their shoulders because it comes down to the quarterback. So it does. But they be... just... Um, yeah. Deshaun Kaiser, I was watching him and I'm like... That guy does not have what it takes, and then he got yeah. traded to the Packers. And I'm like, that guy's got what it takes <laughs> right Packer there. Fan. As long as whoever is the quarterback fan, so. goes across the stage, doesn't do the money thing. Oh yeah, Zell, yeah. we're good. Yeah, we're yeah. Good. Talk um, about off field issues. Well, I'm excited. You know, the, it's nice that the draft is actually in a different location. It's in Dallas, Texas. You'd like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would. Well, so <laughs> yeah. Ju- Julian Smith on our chat is a huge Dallas Cowboys really? fan. Wanted you to it know. It's exciting. You know that now they're kind of changing up, but it's not always you know in New York. And I think mm-hmm. next year they say it may even be in Vegas. That's one of the. That'd be That'd be nice. Right? In their yeah. new stadium. That'd be a lot of, Ooh, be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm excited. I mean, I'm one of those people that will watch every round, and yeah. I know it gets boring. I'm also the person that watches the Combine. So, you know. <laughs> but you know, I think it's going to be exciting. I'm just yeah. always, you know, you always want to see how these guys end up panning out and how mm-hmm. they make the jump and how well they sure. do. Sure. Yeah, of course. Indeed. Um, but more exciting is NBA playoffs. What games are tonight, Becky? Uh, NBA tonight we have, ooh, doot, doot, we've got... San Antonio and Golden State, which right. you guys already had your feelings about mm-hmm. that. <laughs> so we'll leave that there. Uh, we have the 76ers and the Heat. That's good what do you guys think about and that? Seven. I think, I think so the like Sixers put away the Heat tonight. Okay. Yeah, I, agree. I agree. I agree. I don't think the Heat get one more. Yeah. It's, it's, of course, Embiid, but I'm telling you, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, I definitely think he could be rookie of the year. And I know I know the Donovan Mitchell, the rookie sweatshirt, the rookie t-shirt, but um, I definitely think that Ben Simmons with the playoff triple-double I think he's got a lot, and I think years to come, it's only the beginning for him. I love seeing Simmons and Mitchell contributing so much in the playoffs mm-hmm. as rookies. As know. rookies, yeah. Well, we also we also have the Bucks and um, and the Celtics. That's a good there's, series. There's yeah. some yeah. drama going on with that. So mm-hmm. what do we think? I don't know. I think I, I would. I think it's going to be Celtics. In, yeah. In, yeah, I got the Celtics tonight. I have the home team winning each game in the series, so I think it Do goes you? seven, and I think the Celtics, Celtics win seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want it to be Celtics. Like I really want it to be Bucks. Mm. Like I just really want it you to be. You said Bucks. that last week too. I did because I'm a Bledsoe, <laughs> yeah. I'm a Bledsoe guy. I'm always going to be a Bledsoe guy. And you like the underdog, right? Mm-hmm. I like the underdog. That's mm-hmm. why well, I'm a Clippers fan, and we've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> but um, you know, Giannis, I really like uh, Jabari Middleton. I wish they could do more. And they're making it a series. If Boston didn't have the injuries, yeah, that would be sure. no I wish they the could do more, but I mean, this is kind of a Jalen Brown type series. He's been he's phenomenal. He's been that guy is going to be great. an all-star. Yeah, I, really I really like how he's been playing. Alive. I really like mm-hmm. what the Celtics have going on. I mean, being a Clippers fan, being not a Lakers fan, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> so seeing the Celtics do good is nice to see. But uh, yeah, I say six or seven for well, the Well, like Celtics. you said earlier, it plays into the... That's what we want to see during playoff seasons, not the Cavs. Not, yeah. We don't want to see the same people yeah, or the same team steamrolling. So it's fun to see these teams it step is. up. It is, and I really think that, oh, gosh, I hate this. You know, in the beginning you know, of this show, we talked about, when we first started the show, we talked about, oh, it's going to be the Cavs, you mm-hmm. know, winning the Easter Conference. Y'all, no, no. I don't think so. No, not at all. Second <laughs> round's going to be great. Yeah, second yeah. round's going to be I'm excited for it, especially mm-hmm. in the East. And mm-hmm. at this point, if I'm LeBron or Coach Lou, I'd be like, I'm done. You know, I kind of, <laughs> let's start fresh. Like, all right, let's just, we're out of here. It's tough. When, when you have LeBron, though, you always have a shot. That's the thing. You do. Yeah. And we do know that the league wants LeBron in. Yeah. So they're going to make the ra- sure he the Raptors look in. like they're reverting back to old yeah. ways a little bit. So. They are. Yeah. Ooh, that series. So that's, yeah. A long way to go. Long way to go. 2-2 two, two on a 1-8. and eight. Raptors, what are you doing? A long way to go, but I, I don't see the Cavs in the, in the finals. Hmm. I don't know. No. I think it's still up in the air because they can get hot. LeBron can get yeah, hot. Yeah, I was going to say LeBron. Corver can start getting hot. Some can step up. Yeah, Love can, st- Love can step up, but I yeah. still don't think they have the rest of the cast of characters that they, he needs. So, well, and he needs see. the team to believe. Like everybody needs to believe in LeBron. Like he has to be able to hold them yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, keep it's him going. Yeah, you're right, but he needs someone to step. Uh, Kevin Love needs to step up. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. It needs well, to be he, Kevin Love. He yeah. needs yeah. to step up big time. Yeah, yeah. he's need, playing soft. Yeah. Too. Kevin Love needs to average at least twenty something points per game because right now he doesn't have that second option. He had like five points last game, which is ridiculous. Oh, he's yeah, not here. He's not here to to do that. He's here yeah. to be the second option right now. Kevin Love needs to step up. He's a little injured, but you know it's the playoffs. Right, gotta do, gotta do. Yeah, you gotta do. Yeah, I mean, we want to see T Wolves, Kevin Love. 
That's what uh, yeah. we want to see. We exactly. See and he T-Wolves. played so yeah, much love. differently in that uniform than he has. He was amazing. He was the main guy. All-star right. caliber there. Main guy. Comes here, plays under LeBron. I mean, look what happened to Kyrie when he left. Kyrie left. He went to go play for the Celtics. I mean, he's hurt now, but he was playing amazing. And even without Gordon Hayward, he was taking that Celtics team to a whole nother level right. just because he was a great player who didn't have to be trapped yeah. by LeBron. Yeah, that's very true. Um, before we go, because we only have a couple minutes, mm-hmm. Becky, talk about NHL playoffs. NHL, okay, so first round is essentially set. We've got Boston and Toronto playing tomorrow for Game 7. Okay. We've got the bracket up for everybody on. to see. It has been, wow. I mean, basically Vegas and San Jose have been sleeping mm-hmm. for the last week because they <laughs> yeah, swept. They so can. go Pacific. I'm not happy about it, but... It's exciting for Vegas. Uh, Winnipeg is is killing it. I, I think that Winnipeg is going to take the Predators. Predators really, really, the Predators really were sliding with Avalanche. Avalanche literally rolled over them. They almost took that that game. So um, that series. So that's a lot is happening. Uh, but yeah, we, we are one game away from having that set. The Pens. Oh my gosh, the Pens oh, and the Caps. The pens. Oh, Third the pens. time meeting in the playoffs. The Pens have won five Stanley Cups. Have had to steamroll over the Washington Capitals to get it. They have. The Pens are in line for their third Stanley Cup. That is going to be a blockbuster series. Who do you have tonight in the, between Toronto and Boston? Um, I think Boston will take it. Um, I know we talked when Daryl was here about Toronto being kind of the black yeah. horse, but I think Toronto just doesn't have enough experience right now with playoffs. Yeah, and I mean, Boston's strong. So Austin Matthews, is he's good, but he's not going to take them past yeah. Boston. Yeah, Shadeo Sharo is just so strong. and um, Yeah, so I think they're, gonna be, they're up against Tampa Bay, and mm-hmm. like it's going to be strong. It's going to be a good series. Yeah. There's lots going on. Go Sharks. Go Sharks for you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Two well, Kings I will not here, be so. here next week, so it'll be these three um, next week taking over. I'm not sure who our guests will be, but it'll be a yeah. surprise. Mm. Um, until then, you can make sure that you can find me at BJ Laughlin and at Bonnie Jill on Instagram and Facebook, and that our Twitter is BJ BJL Weekly Pass. Pass. Yep. Yep. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Yeah. Um, David, you can find me at David H. Bloom on both Instagram and Twitter. Where are my Angels fans at? Come on, hit me up. <laughs> Show <laughs> some love. We're getting better. We're doing, so, we're doing good stuff now. Well, heck of a start of the season, but the Dodgers. Yikes. Hi, I'm Becky Sotero. You can find me on all social media at Becky Sotero. Thank you for chatting with us in the live chat. Good stuff. And so until two weeks for me, next week for them, thank you again for joining us. We'll see you again next Tuesday at BJL Weekly Pass. We'll see you then. See ya. Thanks, guys. From executive producers, from Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.